minister had just closed a revival in a huge Midwestern city, and he stepped on a train when he was on his way home. He sat down beside a young man with nothing better to do and start a conversation about the weather. And he noticed he didn't get an answer. He looked, the young man had tears running down his cheeks. He said, son, I'm a preacher and I'd be glad to help you any way I can. Through his tears, the young man proceeded to tell this story. He said, preacher, two years ago, I got so mean at home that I even struck my dad. And dad called me in and said, you're gonna have to leave home. You're breaking your mother's heart. For the last two years, I've wandered all over this country. And about three weeks ago, God gloriously saved me. And now I'm on my way home. Preacher said, son, that's all well and good. But how do you know that you'll be welcome? How do you know that mom and dad will have outstretched arms waiting for the young man said, Preacher, we've lived beside these railroad tracks all of my life. And out behind our house is an old apple tree. I wrote my dad a few days ago, and I told him I'd be on this train. And if I was welcome home, just hang a white rag in the top of that old apple tree. Preacher, we're almost there. We're getting closer and closer. I can't bear to look. Will you please look for me? The preacher dusted the window of the train and looked out. And with a big smile on his face, he said, Son, you don't have a thing to worry about. That old apple tree's in full blossom. I see white rags on nearly every limb from top to bottom. And out under that apple tree, see an old gray-haired mom and dad waving a big white bedsheet as if to say, come on home, son, come on home. You know, that's just the way it is with God. No matter how mean we've been, no matter how wicked we've been or what we've done, we ask God for his forgiveness. He's always ready to forgive us and welcome us back home with open arms. Coming home, coming home, never more to roam. Open wide precious and the lovely name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and welcome once again to the Fellowship Temples podcast and we're honored to be back on the airways preaching to the great unseen radio audience uh, I should say the podcast see I'm on radio quite a bit and I use the radio but you have to forgive me for that alright but I like to thank the Lord for that fine recitation by brother Billy Stevens the apple tree <clears throat> and I tell you that's a true story I tell you, that is true. Jesus Christ, he will accept you if you are 
one of, one of them prodigal sons. And if you coming back home, he's got his arms open still. His arms are stretched out still for the low-down sinners and all the backsliders. He is there to help you to get back to the cross and get saved by the good grace of God. Oh, what a love. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. And he laid it down. And I think about that prodigal son. I tell you, look what happened there. My, <clears throat> So I'm the Simply Sinner. We appreciate that fine recitation by Brother Billy Stevens. And he does a good job there. I want <clears throat> to give your address right now. Her address is Fellowship Temple. It's Post Office Box 209 in Madisonville, Kentucky. And, and uh, zip code is 42431 <clears throat> in the USA. We're not, any we're not any denomination. And we just preach out of the old authorized King James Bible. And you can go to the Fellowship Temple page. And uh, you can uh, follow us there on uh, Facebook. Sometime we have our live church services on Sunday morning. And you can join us there. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, I've made this <clears throat> for the radio broadcast before I started the podcast. So I hope you understand that this was a... And by the way, we're still on the radio. And you can uh, follow us and get our radio programs if you can. All right. So we're going to go in part two now. Marriage and the family. So right now we'll get back into the message. However, I'm going to get married again. That's the bride of uh, the bride of Christ. The church is going to take on Christ, and I will get married that way. The Christ. We're going to. The church is going to be married to Christ. I'm engaged to Christ now, but I'll, one of these days I will get married there. Amen. Not to another woman, though. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Thank you, Jesus. Now, moreover, listen to this. The 20th verse, Leviticus 18, 20. Moreover, thou shalt not lie carnally with thy neighbor's wife and defile thyself with her. I read that while ago. And thou shalt not be any of the seed of the seed, the seed through the fire of Molech. Now Molech is that idol god. I'm going to preach on that here pretty soon. Uh, Neither shalt thou profane the name of the Lord, uh, uh, thy uh, name of God. I am the Lord. Thou shalt not lie with mankind. There it is. I read it in Romans earlier. We're talking about marriage. We're talking about the family. That's our subject today. And as with womankind, it's abomination. It's abomination. Neither shalt thou lie with a beast of the defile thyself therewith. We've got some people that slow down, that lie down with a beast. Yeah. That has it happened? Yeah. It's happening today. Amen. Neither shall any woman stand before beast to lie down thereto it is confusion. I'm, in, I'm reading this out of the Bible. You didn't know it was in the Bible, did you? Defile not yourselves with any of these things, for in all these the nations are defiled, and the lands defiled. Therefore I do visit your iniquity. Therefore upon it and the land itself vomit out inhabitants. Brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, I'll say unto all of you, listen to me. 
God ordained marriage, as I said, it's not about the homosexual, I love the homosexual soul, but homosexuals needs to repent. When you repent, brother, then they won't be in the, they, they won't be doing that. I know some of them are, uh, churches will marry them. That church, let me tell you, it must be a harlot church. Are you listening to me? I repeat that. I said it must be. If they're gonna start marrying homosexuality, they're no better than they are. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Y'all help me out a little bit. Praise the Lord. You know I'm telling the truth. Tell it on the radio broadcast. I'm not telling it on the fellowship temple. I'm telling it out in the radio land. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to say unto all of you, they, people that go to, we've got the churches, people now, that people go to church that are just living together, claiming their right with the Lord. You've got your own heart deceived. You're deceived your own heart. You got yourself in that seeming way. So I'm gonna tell you on the broadcast, you're not supposed to live one another. If you do, you are lost. You say you're judging. I am not judging. The Bible told me if you live one another, it is sin. Amen. And I ain't gonna change. I'm an old hellfire brimstone preacher, man, that I'm not gonna back up, I'm not gonna back down from each nobody else because what I'm telling you, I'm preaching the truth, amen. Now, now then, marriage. Now, the, how, long were, how long are we supposed to be married? Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, until ain't but one thing it's supposed to be, uh, it's a bond. The marriage is supposed to be a bond between a man and a woman. And bless God, that marriage is supposed to be bonded uh, until the uh, only thing supposed to dissolve that is called death. Amen. That is the only thing that is supposed to resolve marriage is death. That is the only time, praise God. You need to listen to me. I'm telling you the truth. And I'm telling, I want the people in the radio land to hear it also. That is the only way it's supposed to be resolved is through death, is that marriage. Praise the Lord, amen. Now the Bible said this. Let me give you what Jesus said. Now hold on to your seatbelt. I'm not through. We're talking about family. We're talking about marriage. Praise the Lord. The Bible said here, and uh, the 10th chapter of the book of Mark, uh, they said uh, <clears throat> the Pharisees came to him, uh, uh, asked him, is it lawful for a man to put away his wife, tempting him? Now, uh, all right, and, he's, and he answered and said, what did Moses command you? And he said, Moses suffered you to write a bill of divorcement to put her away. And Jesus answered said unto them, for the hardness of your heart, <clears throat> He wrote you this precept. But from the beginning, uh, uh, from the creation of God, made them male and female. And for this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife. And when you get married, you need to leave your mama and your daddy and get out on your own, dear ma'am and sir. If you're not able to get out on your own, then don't get married. That's what I say. 
I know sometimes you may be some hard times hit. Sometimes you got to go back, and I understand some some cases, uh, emergency cases. But I'm going to tell you what: people that are going to plan to get married, they need to plan. They need to make plans and to get uh, uh, get married and make preparations to get married, so they can leave their mother and father alone. Let them have their household. Amen. I know sometimes it's an emergency. There's a different situation. Am I talking about that now? I ain't talking about that. <clears throat> no, no. But I'll tell you one thing. Bless God. When you need, you, you need to make arrangements and you need to uh, uh, prepare for your marriage. If you're going to get married, and I'll tell you one thing. Let me tell you single people. Listen to me in the radio land. What you need to do, you need to lay out a fleece about your husband and wife before you ever marry them. You ought to pray about it. You need to ask God if this is the one I need to have or not. You need to pray about your, your future wife or your future husband. I tell you, I did. I said, I don't want but one wife ever. I said, I pray. I did. I prayed. I laid out a fleece. Oh, I did. I, I'm telling you, uh, I, and you know, I went to, let me tell you, I went years ago. I went to this meeting, this church, and I listened to this, this preacher. He's a godly man of God. He's, he's passed now. And you know what? I said, Lord, I, laid, I said, Lord, if this preacher says anything about marriage, and uh, explain to me, I'll know that you're, you're in it. Well, he didn't, I, listen, I had no contact. I never told a soul, not even my, my fiance then. Her, my, she was my fiance. I dare wasn't gonna tell her that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But I'm gonna tell you one thing. When that preacher come across that, when he come across them lines, I thought I was gonna go through that ceiling. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And... <laughs> Amen, and I did please, and, and I, that wasn't the only time. I'm telling you, I'm saying this, young people, you need to prepare, you need to ask God who you need to marry. You need to pray about it, you need to fast about it, you need to seek God, because I'll tell you what, that is the greatest move on earth. Besides Jesus Christ, he's above everything. Christ Jesus is above everything. Oh yes, he, the getting salvation is above. But the second to that, I'd say is marriage. More than the divorce rate is getting worse and worse and worse. I'll tell you what, the least little bitty thing, folks, listen, I, I was saying to all of you, there ain't been a, a listen, a, a married couple that's never had an argument. And if you say you haven't, you just lied to me. Amen. There ain't a couple under the sun that ain't had some uh, disagreement sometimes. I, even my wife and I have in the past have a few minor ones. It were minor, it wasn't nothing major. I, I'm telling on the broadcast because I'm telling the truth. And the truth will make you free. I'm not perfect, but I know one thing, the great best thing is when you go and tell your wife and say, honey, oh, I love you, would you forgive me? Amen. And that just makes it so much sweeter and it just gets a little closer and closer. Amen. Thank you, Lord, amen. Thank God, it gets better and better and better, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God, am I right? Praise the Lord. When you make up, you need to make, listen, you need to ask your wife to forgive you or your husband forgive you. You've done something wrong, you need to go ask your wife and the husband to forgive you. 
Because you're not perfect either. I'm not perfect. I have to ask her to forgive me and I ask the Lord. That straightens it out. But you don't come up and tell me that you ain't never had an argument in your, in your life. If you do, you just sin. You just lied and you sin. You have to ask God to forgive you. Are you listening to, we're talking about the family. We're talking about marriage. Praise the Lord. Am I right? Praise the Lord. Now I want to tell you something. Now then, now I want to say to this. Uh, brother, after you get married, after you get to settle down, you know who that, let me tell you, who is the head of the household? It's the husband. The Bible said the man is head of the house. Provided one thing, if he don't break God's law. Now, if he breaks God's law, ladies, you don't have to submit yourself under your husband. If he breaks God's law, then you submit yourself under the almighty God. But as long as he's a godly man or a godly man, the woman has got to submit yourself under your husband's in everything. Amen. Am I right? No, you know I'm right about it. You know I'm right. You know, so you wives, submit yourself under your husband. Provide it now. Provide it he don't go against God's law. But if he goes against this Bible right here, in other words, he ought to take his family to church. Every man ought to take their family to the house of God. Husbands, you're responsible for your children. Husbands, take responsibility. Don't throw it off on your wife. Your wife is not a floor mat or a doormat. You're supposed to love your wife. She keep her at your side. You love her and adore her and help her. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. She has no floor mat. She's no doormat. And that means you husbands help her around the house a little bit. Hey, man, it don't mean for the woman to work and make all the living, her do all the cooking, all the ironing, all the sewing, and all the house cleaning, all the laundry, and all, all of this, and the man just sits down and don't do nothing. You lazy bum, off the couch and do something. Hey, man, get off the couch and do something. Hey, man, praise the Lord. Now listen to me, this goes this goes for the wife. I mean, if a man's out here, I know some men that gets out here and works, got to come in, take care of the house, do his own uh, uh, cooking and, and uh, fixing up and everything else. His wife don't do nothing. You lazy woman, get off the, the bed and out of the couch and get up and do something for your husband. He is your, your he's your a king of the house, supports your husband. Support your husband and help your husband. By the way, this thing, uh, this thing is works neutral. Praise the Lord, amen. Thank you, Jesus. It works both ways. Brother, I'm telling you, the wife ain't supposed to do it all and the husband ain't supposed to do it all. Listen, you know what marriage is? It means unity. Listen, I'm, listen, brother, and the spiritual side, I'm engaged with Christ. You know what? When I got born of the Spirit, I got the engagement ring on in here. You know what the engagement ring is? A symbol of eternity. And listen, I'm bounded with Christ. 
I, and I'm going to listen. And we, the church, heard the flirt with any idol gods. Amen. We're supposed to be subject unto Christ. And we're supposed to worship him only. And to serve him only. Him only shall I serve. Can you say amen? amen. Now, praise the Lord. So I'm going to say unto the husbands. I'm going to say unto the wife. I'm going to say unto y'all. Love your husband. Love your wife. Husbands, love your wife. Wives, love your husbands. As Christ gave the, uh, loved, loved the church and gave himself for it. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Praise the Lord. Amen. So how long is the marriage supposed to be? It's supposed to be a lifetime. Amen. It's supposed to be a lifetime. You're not supposed to get rid of it and, and run around with this one, run around with that one. Brother, let me tell you right now, if you do, you're, you're lost. You can't tell me a man, I don't care if you go to church or a woman to go to church, they may go to it, but going to church and being born of the Spirit, washed the blood of the Lamb, is two different things, amen. I said that's two different things. They need to get right with the Lord. If you're listening, if you're out here running around on your wife, running around on your husband, get saved and you'll quit that. Amen. Amen. Now, let me read you some more scripture. Wherefore, God has joined them together. Let no man put them asunder. Amen. So the marriage bond's supposed to be, I mean, together to death do you part. That's the way I want it, don't you? Amen. Now, I know there's some that, uh, uh, the innocent party, I know the innocent party uh, had got trapped and, and could not help it. I know the innocent party did. But let me tell you something, innocent party. Let me uh, share with you. Praise the Lord. As long as the other party is innocent, brother, there's, listen, there should be no divorce except there be a adultery involved. Amen. The only way it's supposed to be a, a divorce is if it be an adultery. Now, the innocent party has the legal right to accept or reject are you listening to me today? Praise the Lord. Now let's go to the book of Romans. Amen. Uh, no, let's go to 1 Corinthians 7. All right, I hope you enjoyed the, the podcast today on marriage and family, a part two. And I hope, my friends, let me want to tell you, my friends, I hope you take this to your heart. What I preached to you was a pure truth. I hope you accept the truth. Yes, marriage is a bond. It is supposed to be uh, between a man and a woman, not between two women or not between two men. And by the way, there is no such thing as transgender, by the way. I mean, if, you, uh, if people are, are, do, are doing that, uh, are having a sex change, it is sin yesterday, sin today, sin tomorrow. <clears throat> and you, in other words, what you're saying is God made a mistake when he, when you was uh, was born, that's what you're simply saying. But God never makes mistake. God's perfect. God made a male. He made a female, and that's why God instituted it. He instituted marriage back in the beginning. And as I said before, 
uh, people are, that lives together, it is absolutely still sin. And you, still, and you need to get married instead of living together because I'll tell you, my friends, if you don't repent, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Now, folks, this is Bible. This is what Jesus said. This is not my, my theory or my doctrine. I'm just standing on the true word of God, and I'm going to tell the whole world where I stand, and it's the truth. Now, you can accept the truth or you can reject the truth. Amen. Well, <clears throat> I get started again, don't I? Okay, I want to give your address before we uh, close out, and the address is Fellowship Temple. It's Post Office Box 209 in Madisonville, Kentucky. Zip code is 42431 in the USA. <clears throat> and uh, we're not in the denomination. And I'd like for you to go to the Fellowship Temple page, and you can follow us on the Facebook. Sometime we have live church services on Sunday morning, and you can join us then. But like I said before, I mentioned it a while ago, and I'll mention it again in case you joined us. Uh, I made this for the radio broadcast before I started the podcast. So you can catch us on the radio as well. All right, this is the, we're going to close out, and God bless you until next week.